Hello and welcome to the Three and D's podcast, where we're back for a third episode of the season. Well, second episode, third episode, whatever. Um, we're back two games into the NBA season. Um, been an exciting first few days. My name is Justin Cortens, joined as always by Mari Narciso. Yes, sir. The, the king of Australia, Matthew Legg. Uh, gentlemen, how have the first couple games been? Uh, have you been enjoying yourselves uh, on and off the basketball watching court? I watched, uh, I only, I, I haven't had time the last couple of days. I know I was so excited for NBA opening night, but uh, I really just watched a Raptors game last night and obviously I have a lot of thoughts on the way that ended. There's a Raptors-Bulls game. I've, I saw someone on Reddit saying it's the game of the year on the second game against two middling Eastern Conference teams. I honestly think it's 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 realistic. It's the game of the year. It's 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 ridiculous. If you didn't see it, go watch the highlights. It's ridiculous the way that game ended. So, uh, I'm feeling good about NBA basketball because we're back, baby. Yeah, yeah and the way that uh, Division oh. Three basketball uh, is you know, is <laughs> exciting because yeah. both teams are shitty. And yeah, that's game of the year. Yeah, and I I got to watch the games yesterday because with the time difference. It's been tough. It'll be during work, so can't really sneak away for that. But it was Saturday for the Friday night game, so I saw a good chunk of them. And also petition for NBA to get red zone or something similar. Um, maybe NBA, NBA in the key. I don't know. Something like NBA fast break. Nice. Maybe. Nice. Some names here. I love but it. Yeah, there's just so many good games. There's so many good games going on. Like a lot of them came down to the wire and it would have been nice if I didn't have to manually do that. But such is life. I agree. That's actually a great idea. Like, especially just on like on weekends. Cause well, I think a seven day a week red, like fast break yeah. zone. Would yeah. Be tough. Scott Hansen would be exhausted. It'd be exhausting. You could just rotate hosts, I guess. But I feel like even if it was just like two days a week, Saturday, Sunday, you know, um, That'd be cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, no, I think the Raptors game was obviously horrible. Um, should have won that game many times. Was up. They were up 88-71 with 430-something left in the game. Um, Chris Boucher fouls DeMar DeRozan on a three-point shot with 0.7 seconds left. Good work. Good work, Chris. Um, <laughs> Scotty Big Barnes fouls DeMar on a double-team. Uh, with again less than a second left in the game uh, as well uh just just a lot of bad mistakes i'm gonna chalk it up to second game of the year and still believe in this team now, personally my favorite part of the game was when they called two timeouts to get the ball inbounds and then still turned the ball over on the inbounds play that's that's just elite elite stuff there they had they had some five second violations scotty had a bad turnover that put them in that position in the first place um yeah look it was, it was rough it was a rough game <laughs> but he got a triple double he looked good in a lot of you know what he did in the game seven turnovers need to clean that up if you're scotty but um i don't know i still uh, i still think this this defense is going to be really elite and uh, defense travels and i like the early returns on dennis for me are are positive uh he's really fast a really good distributor um and kind of an underrated defender. So I think that was a really good signing for the price that we paid for him uh, as a as a Fred Van Fleet Band-Aid. Um so so yeah, if this offense can just figure it the fuck out, I think uh 
we're, we're you know, seventh, eighth seed is, is within grasp, but, um, but we'll see. Big up right. there. Yeah. Well, well, why don't we get into the reason we're doing the episode today? And uh, we are <laughs> two or three days into the NBA season, I guess, at this point. It's Saturday morning for me, or Sunday morning for me, Saturday afternoon for you guys. So there's been two games apiece, I think, for most of the teams um, at this point. So we're kind of cheating in that sense because we get a little bit of a a gist on uh, how teams are looking this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to do a power rankings pod for you guys. Um, excited. It's going to be a three-hour banger. <laughs> banger. And uh, yeah, so before we recorded this episode, we each ranked our teams. And uh, so this is a culmination of the three. And so, uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. So start uh, bottom to top. We're going to start bottom to top. So this episode, we're going to focus on the bottom 10 teams in the league. So this is content, baby. We know you all love it. Um, we're going to spend a few minutes on each team, talk about kind of one big existential question for them. Uh, one X factor on their team that could really swing how their season goes. Um, and yeah, so without further ado, should we start with our number 30 team in the NBA? Yeah, so we we, we, we ranked we each ranked the teams 1 to 30. I took the average and uh, to generate a consensus here and made some tiers for us. The consensus says that the worst team in the league who everybody but Matt, I mean, me and Justin agreed on, but Matt says otherwise, is the Portland Trailblazers at 30. Matt, I mean, already already triggered or what? No, I mean, it's one or the other. I think <laughs> we can both agree these are the bottom two teams yeah. uh, in the league. My thing with this was Portland's a lot, not, they're just, the Wizards still got however many wins last year. Like they weren't, awful awful whereas portland i think once they did the dame trade were catastrophically bad (laughs) anthony simons is also out four to six weeks now at this point um he gets hurt a lot and uh i think there's gonna be some a lot of growing pains with this team um so i don't know i think uh Wait, so I had the Wizards last. You had the Wizards last. We both had the Blazers last. Okay. Well, it's one or the other. I think I just... I see the Wizards having a lower floor. It's it's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the the Blazers for me... um, This is expected. They wanted this, right? This isn't something that um, fans will be sad about. Um. I think that they're almost excited to tank, excited to develop Scoot Henderson, excited to develop guys like Shaden Sharp. It's not going to be a bad thing if they lose a lot of games. Um, and I'd be interested as well in seeing the reclamation project in DeAndre Ayton. I think he's going to be due for a, a big year, at least stats-wise. I don't think they're going to win any games because of him, but uh, yeah, at least give some value back to the guy who has no close to zero value by the end of last season. Um, they, they're going to suck. They're going to suck. They're, nothing about it. They're going to suck. Yeah, and that's why I picked them here. Like the the organizational motivation is to tank and to hand the, the keys over, as you mentioned, Mari. Uh, my one hesitation with this pick when I made it: you do have Aiton, you do have Brogdon, 
You do have Jeremy Grant on this team. So there is some talent that isn't, you know, 20, 20 years old. Um, but again, I think pending that the organization is aligned and Chauncey Billups doesn't do a big fuck you to the org and plays kind of Brogdon, Grant, and DeAndre Ayton like 38 to 40 minutes a game. Um, I just don't see Shaden Sharp and Scoot leading this team to many wins. Uh, it'll be a lot of inefficient nights for them. Um, and I can see Brogdon, you know, Robert Williams, Jeremy Grant all being traded um, at some point this year. So for me, I thought this was the worst team in the NBA. Um, I think the Wizards definitely have that potential as well, uh, along with a couple other teams. But I think these are really the the, the creme de la creme <laughs> at the bottom. Um, Do you think Jeremy Grant could be a target for the OKC Thunder? Should they start something like 15 and 5? And are like making a push for the playoffs. I'm like, hey, we could get someone like Jeremy Grant, and you know they are, they have everything to offer him for him. Do they, they need play. Jeremy Grant? I like Jeremy Grant. I like him. I think he's a I think he's a good scorer. I think he's a good defender, a decent defender. And I think with the ball in his hand, he could do a lot. I think it's a good fit on the Thunder. If he was in, if he was under contract for like another season beyond this one or two seasons, I'd say maybe. But he signed a five year deal uh, for a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, recently, uh, well, this off season actually. Uh, so I just don't, I don't think the 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 this the Thunder would want to tie their money to uh, to him for the next four years, four and a half years. Uh, I don't know. Do so you don't think the... he's moving then? No. No, I I, I just don't think he's I moving like, to the Thunder. I feel like he's their guy. Mm, that's interesting. Thunder? Another thing with the CBA is like you have to have a floor, right? Like you have to pay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons he got the money that he did. And probably their most polished player at the current moment, which is kind of crazy to say. Obviously not the highest upside guy, but he's been a journeyman, a solid contributing guy for them for a few years now. And I think, I feel like he'll stay. I feel like Robert Williams or Brogdon's probably going to be the one to go. Yeah, fair enough. But, I mean, I can see Grant getting moved. I just don't like him to the Thunder. But you, couldn't you see like, like a Hawks take a chance on him, or like maybe the Bulls, or or the Pelicans, or um, you know the Clippers. The Clippers would be would would love Jeremy Grant on their team. Um, <laughs> so I think there's teams for him, and more teams that are willing to commit to longer term salary. I just think OKC wants to kind of keep their powder dry a little bit more. Um, so that's why I just don't see it for them. But um, okay, so for the Blazers, what's your guys' one big, big question for this team uh, that can, you know, make or break? Um, kind of their season? Is is Scoot Henderson as athletic as we thought he was? Does he does he show off in the same way that he did in the in the Ignite team in the NBA? You know, does that translate well? And that's for me. I as as wowing as he was as a prospect, I want to see it translate and. Right now, and two games in, we haven't seen those flashes in the same way we've seen it with Weminyama or even Chet Holmgren, those kind of players, Asar Thompson, like players in that high lottery. Uh, so that's the big question. I agree. Yeah. He's he a guy. Yeah. He builds around this guy. Yeah. And how much do they tank, I think? Um, <laughs> how bad the, could it get? <laughs> how bad can it get? Yeah. And how much, how much are these guys going to develop over time, too? Because... This is obviously beginning of the season. It's going to be rough for the first few months, but 
if they can turn it around near the end, I think would be interesting. And that's probably why I put them above the Wizards. So mm-hmm. They maybe have a higher ceiling because the Wizards suck. Um, I think the line, too, for them is 28.5, where the Wizards was like 23. So mm-hmm. that's just staying true to Vegas. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, speaking of which, the Wizards are our 29th best team in the league. Um, all of us had consensus the bottom three, so I'm happy about that. that we were able to agree on that. I, I I like the Wizards for a couple of reasons. I actually think they have some talent in this roster. Um, Tyus Jones, obviously a podcast favorite. Uh, Jordan Poole, maybe a fought a podcast least favorite. I don't think any of us really like Jordan Poole that much. But but guys like Poole, Kuzma, and Avdia could put up points. Like that's that's not a question. I like the pieces. I like Daniel Gafford. I like their new draft pick, Bilal Koulibaly. It remains to be seen whether or not he'll get the ball at all with Jordan Poole on the floor. But, you know, he 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 could be something. DeLon Wright, I I made a vote for him as an all-defensive player. I don't think about that now. I don't know if that's a <laughs> good pick. And even someone like Corey Kispert, who I think is a really good player, and I, I think will have a long career in NBA. I like the pieces, and I think they could win games. Don't forget about Johnny Davis, 21 years old. <laughs> no, I forgot. Your, I'm good with Johnny Davis. Um, in the in the effort of uh, keeping our consistency throughout the episode, my X factor for the Bla- the Trailblazers is uh, DeAndre Ayton this year. Just want to throw that out there. Oh if, right, sorry. Uh, he can come back to form and uh, rebuild some of his value. I think he'll be a, it'll be a big win for uh, for the Blazers. Um, yeah, the Wizards are bad. Um. I don't see a lot of these. Like, I, I do you see Tyus Jones in this team by the end of the year? Like, I, I, I don't. I, I you know, you got the, the hard-headed uh, chuckers of Kyle Kuzma, and uh, and the other guy, um, Jordan Poole. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. I think they're going to be. I mean, no one. None of us see it. But, um, and this is this team. At least they picked a direction. The direction is going to be very bad. Uh, for three years, <laughs> two or three years. And um, I think, again, just to skip to the question for me is, can they can they build up enough value for some of these assets to now flip them for other assets, like for future picks and assets? Like, can they show a team that Jordan Poole could be a positive contributor to a, to a good team? Same with Kyle Kuzma, even Daniel Gafford. Um, these guys are not going to be part of your long-term future. Um, so can you use that and 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 continue to rebuild um that's sort of my question uh for them and if they can successfully do that then i think it's a successful season for them yeah i mean another thing is obviously the draft last year was probably one of the most hyped up ones in recent memory and uh by all accounts it seems like this upcoming one isn't as great but it's also beginning of the season it as time goes along it always seems like there's a prospect or two that turns a lot of heads and um, makes it worth it um, to tank and to commit to the rebuild. And yeah, I just think the Wizards are the lowest. They have the lowest amount of talent in the league. And so <laughs> that's why I had them last, but 29th is just as good. <laughs> My existential question for them is whether or not somebody will... Um fight Jordan Poole. I think I think I think it's entirely possible. We we saw in the preseason clip that Denny Avdia like already yeah. Yeah. 
yelling at him under the sideline and then raising his hands up as he hits a step back three at the end of the shot clock. He made it and he scored what 40 points in that game, but I just want to see it happen. I want to see a fight. The dream on punch in Washington would be awesome. That'd be nuts. Second round. Um, yeah, look, I, I watched highlights from uh, from the, one of their first games, and it looked like Jordan Poole was doing a decent job at distributing and trying to make everyone involved in the offense. I don't. I think I would chalk that up to beginning of the season kind of vibes and trying to trying to you know get everyone on the right foot and rebuild some of his like value within the landscape of the league. Um, I don't see that being a, a trend, but uh, something to keep an eye on if he can successfully kind of be a distributor and uh, and you know provide some playmaking in this offense. Again, I, I see him more as a chucker, as kind of I think you guys do as well. Um, but that's why he's max factor for this team. If, if he can be that lead guy and and get off the Golden State Warriors like lore and playing with all these greats and kind of get comfortable and, and play that role well, then um, I think they could be a little better than we kind of give them credit for. But um, I just don't, I don't believe in that. Uh, I wouldn't bet on that myself. All right. The Spurs. Uh, moving on. <laughs> 28th. 28th, San Antonio Spurs. I think, I think uh, you guys had Spurs, so you maybe go first. Well, actually, uh, Justin's the only one who had Spurs at 28. Right. So both me and Matt have at 27. So let's hear your case, Justin. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I love the, this isn't the futures ranking. Obviously they'd be, they'd be up in the upper, you know, top 10 if this was their future um, with that, with that one guy, Victor Wembanyama that everyone's <laughs> talking about. Um, but I, I just looked at their roster. I, I compared them to, to some other teams in this range. You know, we're, we're going to be talking about the Pistons and the Rockets and the Hornets kind of in this section and I, 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 I didn't see a lot there. Um, Victor obviously is very alluring and is going to be an amazing player. He already is a very good player. Um, I just think that this year the Spurs' objective is not going to be to get as much juice out of him as they could. They're going to be very careful with him. Um, bring him along. They're going to use him in spurts. Like even you can see in his first couple of games, like he's not the main guy um, on a consistent basis. They, they do use him in spurts and they're trying to keep, I think they're going to try and protect him. They know they're not going to be good this year. Um, Devin Vassell is an exciting, exciting guy, 23 years old, definitely a building block. Um, but if those are your two, you know, best players along with uh, Mr. Keldon Johnson, who, you know, feels like no one talks about him because he's probably not that relevant. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't see this team winning that many games. They're very exciting. They're very much a league pass team. I'm, ex- I'm going to be exciting to watch them and in close games and fourth quarters. Um, the one counter I'd have for myself is if the game is somewhat close and, and it's Victor time, he can take over in certain stretches of games. And that's, that's sort of why I, I can see them outperforming this kind of 28th in the league kind of ranking. But when you look at this roster, I mean, it's pretty barren. Um, they're all very young. You know, Victor's 19, Sohan's 20, Vassell's 23, Keldon, even Keldon's 24. Um, not a lot of vets. They're not looking to win this year, um, and I just don't see them winning a lot of games. I think they're going to get another top three pick um, this, this by the end of the year. Yeah, it's an, yeah. Interesting, it's an interesting thing because I, I, I feel like 
before preseason, I would have probably had the Spurs at 30. And then I saw just how good Wembenyama was now. And I was like, oh, okay, we could do this. Like yesterday against the Rockets, like he was the crunch time stuff he was doing as far as scoring, as far as defending, it, it, it's revolutionary. And then uh, they're going to be running some interesting stuff with Sohan running the point. Um, Trey Jones coming off the bench as much as I love Trey Jones. They're not even going to play him a whole lot. It's going to be Sohan. Uh, Zach Collins had some flashes there, and I love Zach Collins, um, both as a defensive player and as a high post player. I think I like this team. I like this team more than I thought I would because I would have had them at a 30 if I was to guess. Yeah. So, Mark, just for... Oh, sorry, Matt, go ahead. I think Devin Vassell was, by all accounts, the sleeper, the biggest sleeper that I could tell of um, fantasy drafts. And I didn't buy it at all. Mm-hmm. But two games in the season, he is a hooper, man. He can get any bucket. It's I'm very impressed with him. He was 18 and a half last year. Like, and I know they were yeah, like, I just, I thought it was like empty points, but it is. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a really good player. So I, they're bad. I also put the under as a betting, <laughs> which I hate more and more by the day. But, and again, we were doing this two days in. So we saw them beat the Rockets yesterday. So that definitely influenced my decision to put them. Yeah. above the Rockets, who I had at the 28th spot here. But, yeah. Do you think a seven-game series, Rockets versus Spurs, you take the Spurs in that one? Yeah, I think I would. You know what's crazy? And this, <laughs> this, this is why I kind of love the NBA right now. I would unironically love to watch that, a seven-game series between those yeah. two teams. <laughs> I agree. And well, they're... That's what I'm thinking. Is we're we're going through the worst teams in the league, and some of the names that we're we're putting out here, the talent is insane. Yeah. Some of the names that are there are on these bottom tier teams is ridiculous. It's expansion time. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, I would unironically love that matchup for like like I, I every night there's a game there'll be a game where it's gonna be exciting to watch. Um, and yeah, that's fair. And you guys both had. Or well, I guess it's a little bit different. Mar, you had the Pistons below the Spurs, and Matt, you had the Rockets below the Spurs. So you guys are you guys are lower on those guys, obviously. Yeah, uh, I mean the next the next guy on our list, the next team on our list, uh, twenty seven is the Detroit Pistons. Um, well, hold on, Mar, you're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, sorry, what's sorry. Our, what's our question for this team, and who's their X factor? My question is, how do you keep? I mean, the the X factor is pretty obvious. I think I think we're all going to agree on this one. Um, but my question is, how are they going to keep him healthy? How are they going to make sure that he has a long, successful career? Because this year isn't the priority for them. It's it's three, four, five years down the road. You know what's crazy? My X factor is actually different. Who? I think because it's okay. So I uh, for me, and the reason, the reason why it's an X factor is because I I think there's variance on how this guy will perform. Like I feel very confident with what I'm going to get from Victor um Vassell and Keldon this year like I pending they stay healthy I feel like I know what what I'm gonna get Jeremy Sohan what he's my x factor Mm. what can you give me Jeremy I know you're 20 you're gonna be in the starting lineup by all I would assume you know defensive you know specialist currently um can he defend the best players can he develop a three-point shot saw him hit a three the other night um if he plays well for them it can be an actual factor on both sides of the floor I think they can out they can outperform their uh, their over under and uh, and 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 fly up the charts from twenty eight. 
to like 26 probably but uh <laughs> line up two spots yeah he's a starting point I, guard so we'll see i i feel like x factor is going to be management and uh greg popovich here and mm-hmm. how they choose to play out the season because they have a lot of young talent um they kept it close against the Mavs too who we have much higher here um and i guess yeah early on in the season but they've looked competitive and it'll be interesting to see how they choose to play out the season i guess because it's a long 82 game season and we'll see um like that next, i think i had the pistons a bit higher so again i'm going to defer yeah i had the pistons at 28 the the average had them at 27 and I'm happy with that. I, I, I'm not high on the Pistons at all. I, I think Cade Cunningham, I'm really high on. But that's pretty much it. And off will Beef Stew. My X Factor for the Pistons is um, Beef Stew, genuinely. And I, I think that's my existential question is how are they going to manage the talent that they had in the front court last year? It was a, a logjam and a mess. It looks like this year they're solidified in having Jalen Duran and Stewart starting together and then just kind of ignoring the fact that Marvin Bagley's on the team. Um that's my question. <laughs> yeah, it's, those are the two talented guys, James Wiseman and Marvin Bagley. Probably shouldn't have any minutes anyway. But you know, how do they manage that? How do they have two really brawling big men down the middle in today's NBA? We'll see. I mean, Stewart's yeah. developing a three-point shot, but not sure. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a winning formula <laughs> having those <laughs> those two guys that can't shoot. Uh, I do like Duran. Still 19 years old. Um, look, he's looked good so far. Um, they, I, I just don't, this roster still feels so confusing to me. Um, obviously with having four centers slash power forwards, you know, Bogdanovich, 34 years old, still in this team. Um, you know, Jaden Ivey, you're, 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 was it sixth overall last year? Something like that coming off the bench first couple of games of the year. That feels strange starting Killian over, over Jaden. Maybe they just have overlapping skill sets with, with Cade and Jaden, but if that's the case, is that you know your long-term fit for the future? It just feels like a team that doesn't fit well together. So I, you know, I, if if Cade, you know, has another another injury, which you can't rule out. I hope you know I have him on multiple fantasy teams, so praying that that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But if he does miss time, or they do kind of go on a pseudo tank at the end of the year, um, I don't think this team makes much sense. So for me, the question is, how are you gonna? adjust this roster how is this roster going to be retrofitted to make more sense i think they're going to make some some trades i would imagine uh throughout the season and my personal x factor after seeing some highlights in the first game what is asar thompson what is he going to give you in your first year i think he's going to get a lot of runway as a wing they don't have a lot of good wing players on their team um so i think he's gonna get a lot of run with this team who's not expected to win quite yet i don't believe um, if they are expected to win, then there's going to be, some, you know, I don't, I don't like Monty Williams, uh, uh, tenure there if they're expected to win right away. Um, so yeah, this, I just, I don't like this team. Like it just kind of, if I could have an ick for one team, it would be the Pistons, like the way that this roster has been built, um, some good pieces individually, but I don't, I don't like the collective. So, um, they could arguably be lower than the Spurs on this. So definitely making me reconsider some things, Murray. Yeah, I don't. Know, I'm I'm a bit higher on them than uh, you guys are. But twenty fifth, you have them. Yeah, I mean, down here it's just all a fucking mess. To be fair, um, 
I just think they have a, a lot of young talent, and I really like their front court. Beastu, probably my favorite <laughs> FanDuel player. Um, player or player? Or one of my favorite players, honestly. The man who um, tried to fight LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> looking like Isaiah Pacheco out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really like that. I like him. I think Jalen Duran's probably the X factor here. He's looking like at least two games into the season, one of the most exciting young big men in the league. And if you have Cade and him going forward and Beach Stew and Asar works out as much as we think he will and as he should, um, I like this team. They're Of these like bottom feeder teams, I like them quite a bit. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Pending everyone's healthy, who 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 do you guys think that like the closing five is going to be for this team? It can't be Killian Hayes. It it, it really truly cannot be. Um, <laughs> it it must be Ivy, Cunningham, Bogdanovich, and uh, Stewart and Duran. That's my That's, take. Which I like. It's like well, I not, think I think it's bad. actually gonna. Yeah, that's not bad. I actually think as the season progresses, it's it's gonna be. Thompson and Duran. I think Stewart's going to be on the bench for when you need to spread out a little bit, especially when you have Jaden Ivey, who's not the best three-point shooter right now. I can also see Joe Harris replacing Bogdanovich in those lineups as well, um, who's on this team right now looking for a bounce back. Um, but We should have done who he played for. Who he played for. Joe I Harris. would not have gotten Joe Harris on the Pistons, I'll be honest. No, definitely he's not. healthy and, and apparently looking good and playing so we'll see what he can bring for them he need, they need three-point shooting yeah, like yeah. their wing their wing depth they're it's horrible like they're not gonna be able to defend a soul on the wing but um yeah, alex burks too i don't yeah. know i like their top eight nine it's not awful yeah they're, they're good players they're he good players yeah, like, that's, that's my that's, thing that's more my like they're not awful yeah, not awful, but it's like it's. I feel like the some of their parts is less than the or what's the fucking term? I don't know. You I just it. don't think they make, they make a good team. Like they have no wings that are effective, and uh, even their guards kind of have overlapping skills. Like I just don't like. I don't even like um, I, Ivy and Cunningham together. I yeah. really don't. Yeah, me so. either. And they the, have like the, a thousand bigs. The way you feel about the Pistons is how I feel about our next team coming in at number twenty six. The Houston Rockets. Um, I love the pieces on this team. I love Jay Sean Tate. You know, <laughs> I, I, he's just my guy. That's your opening line. Opening. I name. love Jay Sean Tate. I love Alperen Sengun. I'm a I'm a I'm a Freddie like believer. I know everyone's low on Freddie. I just think I think he does what he does well. Um, low on Freddie. Most people, I'd say you for one. I'm not low on Freddie. He just doesn't deserve forty two million dollars a year. Yeah, uh, Tari Eason as well. My, I just love Jayshon Tate and Tari Eason. I wish they were starters on any other team. I think they should make their own team and just run it. But the the fit is just awful on the Rockets here. It, it It's just such an ugly team. I, I hate to watch them. I hate the fact that they're a basketball team. Um, <laughs> it, It's ugly. It's For me, the X factor for on this team will be Dylan Brooks. If you're looking for uniformity, He's a guy who fits into a system well. He's a guy who plays hard. He could be someone who, who strangely enough, brings stability to this team. Um, and he's coming off a unbelievable summer playing for Team Canada in the World Cup. So uh, 
that's my question is how will they make this work how will this all fit together i, I i'm hopeful that Ime realizes that what he has in alper shangun and finally runs shit through him instead of through jalen green or through jabari smith um and we'll see what happens yeah i think i had them 28th and pretty much because <laughs> the reasons you outlined they just don't it doesn't seem to fit very well they have a lot of young pieces that should work out and i think on better teams and being like the seventh eighth man would do a bit better for their development and we're really going to see how that progresses as the season goes along i feel like jabari smith's probably x factor for me he looks poised to take the next step he was summer league was dominant um they did win that to be fair um so there is that but i don't know they just seem like a mess and uh we'll see we'll see how this plays out mm-hmm. i am so high on this team's like future i i, I look at these names cam whitmore 19 years old amen thompson 20 years old jabari smith 20 years old um Jalen Green, 21, Tari Eason, 22. Like they have, did I say Shangun? Shangun, 21. Like they have like six like legitimate potential building blocks on this team. I am just disappointed, partially because the Raptors got screwed, but I'm really disappointed by how quickly they decided to move towards trying to be relevant. Um, you know, the the owner was was talking, you know, we're 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 two years into our four-year plan it's time to take the next step in stage two and i think they're by signing fred van fleet by signing dylan brooks these contracts they're rushing the process i know they're trying to build some culture here bringing ema in and and fred and i see i see that um i see a point to that but to me this is still a pretty bad team um with two you know they're having two eras of, of houston rockets basketball one being brought in through free agency and one still very much young and growing and should really kind of go through some lumps i think still i feel, I still think they're two years away from being you know a relevant team and at that point fred's contract could be up and all that stuff so uh my expected for this team uh, i think your your picks were great i'm gonna say uh for me albert shengun looked um looking good so far and i think he'll be really important being um kind of the only true center other than jock landell and boban um on this team so i think he'll be very important for them and uh yeah he'll, he's max factor well i think next next on the list here is uh the charlotte hornets who Good old charlotte i think i ranked about here um i feel like i don't know two years ago they had probably one of the most exciting teams in the nba with Lamelo and Miles Bridges and just dunking everything and chucking up lobs and I still think they have that core. Obviously, he's back. Um, I don't know. I I just don't think their their lines. I think that thirty one and a half for the year. I I feel like they're going to be over on that. Um, just in terms of the the bottom feeder teams here, the the ones in the rebuild i think they probably have the the most mature pieces and the ones that are going to be at the the top of the of the worst and i think that's what we had here categories and this is the rebuild section and i think charlotte leads the pack there 
Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm the highest of the three of us. I, uh, you know, I'm probably pretty swayed by the Kevin Pelton uh, stats that he brought up and his projections for this team. Um, but I'm going to regurgitate some of the some of the, the 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 points that he made. I mean, this roster is essentially the same roster that won 41 or whatever games two years ago. Um, you know, Lamelo is you know, entering his third year, I believe fourth year, he's only 22. Um, I think he's a very talented player. You're getting miles bridges back. Gordon Hayward is healthy as things currently stand. Um, you know, I'm high on PJ Washington and Mark Williams. I think that's a solid starting five. You have Brandon Miller, the number two overall pick kind of in, in doing an, an infusion of talent there as well. Um, and then, you know, they have some, some other younger guys who, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from them. You know, you got Terry Rozier still on this team. Um, James Booknight was a high pick a couple of years ago. Can he provide some 3 and D type of scoring? Who knows? But for me, they have like a solid seven seven guys on this team. And then it's really the start, same starting five that won 40 plus games two years ago. Um, so, yeah, I'm very high on this team compared to their over-under. Uh, I think they're better than all the teams that we've brought up thus far. Uh, and I think this is kind of where they belong, kind of in that uh, – bottom seven, bottom six kind of, um, area, but, uh, but not the worst, the worst. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I regret putting them as high as I did. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't like the same at all. <laughs> my, my X factor is, uh, is Mark Williams. There was a log gem here last year with Mason Plumley. Um, he's kind of been given to reins now with Kai Jones out of the picture. It'll be interesting to see how he develops. He's a huge guy and it'd be fun to see how, uh, how big he could be for this team. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm fine with them being the top of our rebuild category, um, as you guys have said, um, and the best of these worst teams. That's fine. I just don't like them. I don't like watching them. What's your question for them? What's what's one big question for them? Uh, could Lamelo Ball stay healthy? Could he play a whole season? I would just extend that to can their whole roster stay healthy slash yeah. stay out of domestic abuse situations? Yeah. Um. Miles Bridges already seems to have some some rumblings of some other issues that he's he's had. Um, not with the team right now. With I don't believe so. I don't know. Anyway, there's been some other stuff come up. Gordon Hayward never been healthy. You know, in the past three weeks. So I'd say that's that's definitely a good question for them. Yeah, moving on now to what I called the meh section of our power rankings. Uh, ranks 19 through 24. At the bottom of this, we have voted the Utah Jazz at the bottom of the meh ranking. A kind of fall from grace from the darling of last season. Um, I, I just don't think there's any way they could recreate what happened there. The addition of John Collins doesn't do too much to me. I think it's it, kind of a subtraction by addition. I, I just don't like John Collins. Um, I don't see them getting anywhere close to what they did last year and what they were expected to do last year was be the worst team in the league. So I I think they're rightfully here at the bottom of the meh and probably should be at the top of the rebuild. They're kind of a French team here. Yeah, I think they overperformed last year for sure. Um, I, I hesitate to bet against them because I think organizationally they're strong. I love their coach. Um, I love a lot of their players. Year two, Walker Kessler, Laurie Markinen, 26 years old. Um but you're right. From a talent standpoint, you know they got John Collins for free. I, you know, he'll have a chip on his shoulder, but I don't know if he fits. Like, what is he year three? Like, is he? You know, Larry and Walker are going to be out there. So it's year, 
you're, you're, you're three and D guy. I, I used to never been that good of a three point shooter. Um, <clears throat> obviously this, this future of this team is very exciting, uh, with all the picks they have. And, uh, I still stay up at night thinking how, how great they did with the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, um, deals that off season, like makes me horny a little bit Whoa. as a, sorry, sorry, not, you know, just as a hopeful NBA front office member one day, potentially, um, that off season, like would, would just make me so like so hard, but, um, okay. I went double, double down I, on it. Yeah. I doubled down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, my, my X actor again is Walker Kessler. Um, I just think again, he, he, his defense is so valuable. Um, you know, similar to like a Rudy Gobert, like, I think he can single-handedly make this team a top 10, top eight kind of defense um with how good he is with his rim protection um that is so important in the nba like that's like one of the highest value shots in the league is anything kind of within five feet of the rim um so when you have a dominant big man like that who can who can keep those percentages low like it makes your defense automatically you know a top you know top half of the league type of d so for him for me that's that's uh, he's max factor yeah i feel like i i'd agree <laughs> Lori Markkinen, um, X Factor, if he can recreate last year or even continue to improve, um, I think his efficiency and it pains me because I was a Bulls fan when he was sucking on mm. the Bulls. Um, and now, like, good for him, but it's very frustrating. <laughs> and if he, he was an All Star last year, he should have been All NBA. Um, if he can recreate that type of, that type of performance this year, um, I feel like they're a step above the rebuilding teams we just touched on. So three, it's tough to bet against them with, with their, yeah, they're honestly betting darlings because they're never favored, but sometimes they pull it out. <laughs> it's annoying. Right. It's annoying. It, you, you can't help, but root for them. Just because yeah. last year they're supposed to be so pathetically bad, and then Larry Markin became Dirk Nowitzki, so we'll see. Uh, next we have the Bulls at twenty three. Um, Jess, I, I, what could we? There's nothing really to say. They're just so disgustingly mediocre. Um, I will say though, they, they they are an entertaining team to watch just because of how gritty and stupid sometimes they are. Um, yeah. But outside of Incredible performances from Alex Caruso. I just don't see a ceiling here. I'm not a big Zach Levine guy, and uh, that's kind of all they got. My 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 X factor is Alex Caruso. Is is he holding value here? Is this something that they need to move on from? Is, could they get something back that's bigger than what they already have? Just because I know people are foaming at the mouth, other teams are foaming at the mouth trying to get this guy. So. I'll see. I want to see if he gets moved. Yeah, I, th- I think he probably has one of the best contracts in the NBA. I think he's only capping out at like fifteen million or something, but he's mm-hmm. one of the best defensive players in the league. And he always is making it seems winning plays despite the Bulls being awful. Um, I think I had them below the Jazz here, and that's just because they are extremely frustrating. And as a fan. Um, it just, uh, I don't know. Their their mediocrity is 
ridiculous. And I guess Zach Levine's probably the X factor for me, just because if he can take a step forward and continue to develop his game and maybe work on uh, being better for teammates, <laughs> as opposed to just scoring for himself, um, being a bit more selfless, they could potentially take a step up, but it'd be, I don't know, this is max a play-in team, and uh, I don't see anything better. Yeah, I think this team's range is like the lowest or like the smallest of any any team in this league as currently constructed. Um, mm-hmm. I know they want to win, but uh, they, there has to come a moment where you realize this team is not going to do anything. Um, I, if I was them, I would absolutely become a seller and sell anything and everything you can. Um, I think Caruso might be their best trade asset. Like, I, I think you you'd probably get more for him than you would for for Demar. Maybe Levine gets you a little bit more, but those salaries are tough to tough to match. Um, but I think that's the move they should go. They should go down. You know, Demar's thirty four. Like, he's just not going to be a part of a a uh a, a future Bulls. You know, round two playoff, round three playoff team. Um, so while he's still kind of a mid range king, I would, I, you know, I would definitely try and sell, but it, I don't think they will. And pending they don't, my X factor is Patrick Williams. I, I he's shown nothing next to nothing. Um, he's gonna be your starter, you know, he's gonna fourth be overall like, pick. fourth overall pick. Yeah, he didn't get extended this offseason when a lot of other players in his draft class did. He needs to show something. He's only 22, but I, you know, I feel like he's been in this league for his, I think this is his fourth year, maybe third or fourth year. Um, he needs to show something for the bulls. And if they're going to do anything, if they're going to, if they're going to outperform even in the slightest, um, from what people are expecting from them, he's going to have to have a decent year um, and, and, and be a defensive stopper, hit some threes, show a little bit of ball handling and, and playmaking. I think it too. Next up, I think we had uh the Orlando magic number 22. I think I'm a little bit higher on um, you guys. Uh, I think they have one of the most exciting young pieces in Franz Wagner. He looks amazing. Um, He also had a really good World Cup this past summer, a few months ago. Um, Looked really good for Germany. And uh, he also had the first overall pick. Um, Paolo, reigning rookie of the year. He's probably going to take a step forward if as he should. I mean, the talent's there. Kind of ran into some efficiency issues at the end of the season last year, and we'll see how that progresses. Um, and I don't know. I think they had just have like a lot of really good young assets. Um, you had two lottery picks this past season because the Bulls front office sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you, you have the resurgence of Marco Fultz, who is super exciting. Jalen Suggs, like you have a lot of good um, backcourt guys that are potential, like really exciting players. Um, Cole Anthony, really exciting. Um, so yeah, I like this team. I'm a bit higher on them. Um, X Factor, probably how big of a step can Franz and Paolo take um, this season? Kind of loop them together just because they're both so young and both so exciting um but yeah we'll see yeah i think it's clear to me that they have the talent right the the, the pieces are there the biggest question is just could they put it together right um it'll, it'll come down to the two guys as you're saying it's wagner and paolo those are could they lead a team we have yet to see it they're, they're still young they don't know how to do it i don't know what it is um but we got to see it we got to see it happen if they 
learn how to do that to be leaders in the locker room to be leaders in the court then this is a pretty high ceiling team here but otherwise no they've always been a mess and they continue to be a mess we'll see but they're out of the rebuild phase which is good i think that's a shout out out of the rebuild well we'll see they have they have a good year this year to be officially out of the rebuild um Mar, you were a little bit lower on them. You had them 24th. Matt and I both had them 21st for them to finish 22nd in our official 3 and D's power rankings. Um, my question for them is, what is this guard group? Like, how what, like, how do we sort these guards out? Um, you've got Jalen Suggs, fifth overall pick from a, a few years ago. Uh, you've got Cole Anthony. You've got Markel Fultz, as previously mentioned. you got young guys, Anthony Black. Um, Gary Harris is still on your roster. You know, he's the two-guard. So how it's a lot of guards. No one's really emerged too much above the others quite yet. Um, I think you really got to sort that out if you're the Magic and uh, and 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 have someone step up if you're gonna, you know, hit the over and 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 make a plan and have your first kind of potential playoff series. Um, I love the Wings of the Future. Love them. I think they can fit together. I think they're both incredibly talented. I really like Wendell Carter. Um, that Vooch trade also would keep me up at night in in a good way. Uh, if you're the magic, um, on how well that turned out in, in, the, best um, way. <laughs> in the best way, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm kind of going more deep cuts for my X factor, but I think Jonathan Isaac's an X factor for them this year. Can he come off the bench, provide, you know, get back to 80% of what he used to be. He's healthy this year. Um, going to be playing minutes for them. Uh, can he be a good defender? Can he kind of regain some of his form? Um, and, and again, can some of these guards emerge and, and, and take a step forward? Cause right now they have a, a glut of a lot of just like meh guards in my opinion. And that's kind of the next step in their team evolution. How do you get kind of more elite guards in there or can someone take a step internally? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next we have uh, 21 the Toronto Raptors who uh, <laughs> Justin, maybe you lead us off here. Yeah. I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, I'm so shy though. And I hate talking. I never talk on these pods. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, look, 21, not, not exactly where you want to be as a franchise, especially because this isn't like a 21 with like, oh, next year they're going to be like 12 and they're like clearly rising. This is a 21 with, uh, yeah, our best players are like in their prime. And, you know, this is kind of as probably as, as good as this team gets. Um, I, as I've mentioned, uh, you know, recently on previous pods, I am higher on them this year than than consensus. Let's say I you know I think their over is a is a hard over for me. Um, I like the way an early returns. I like the way this team is playing defensively. Um, I know only a couple games in, and probably more when this gets released. But you know, I, I think this this team does have a potential to be a top five, top eight defense. And for me, if you're able to do that, then they will, they will be a you know top end of the plan, um, maybe a, a playoff team, maybe a hard out in the first round. Um, but again, it's one of those teams where it's like you, I wish we would pick a direction, and I low key pending we can get good returns for these players, wish the direction was to tank. Um, it's not going to happen this year because we owe our pick to the Spurs. Um, I do like the starting five. I like it's a, just to recap: you got Pirtle, P- Pascal. Um, you got Scotty, OG, and Dennis Schroeder. I like Dennis Schroeder so far. Early returns, looking good, way faster than any other guard that we have had in the past three, four years. Um, seems to play pretty selflessly, good distributor. 
hitting the three so far this year. Um, so I like that starting five, you know, and then you got Gary Trent coming off the bench as your sixth man. You have Jalen McDaniels who, you know, is still kind of raw offensively, but you know, does bring it defensively. Um, Grady Dick will get some minutes, Chris Boucher, the bane of my existence, um, <laughs> precious Achua. I thought, you know, that's 10 guys. And again, I mentioned this already on a, on a pod, you know, you can run 12 deep if you can get, you know, four guys of, uh, you know, three or four beyond that starting five that can be effective for you. Um, I think this team can be, uh, can be better than, than, than a lot of people think. So that's sort of my take early returns. Um, I think Darko is a good guy. I'm rooting for him. And uh, hopefully this team can uh, can 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 impress some people. Well, are you happy with that twentieth, uh, twenty first spot placement? I think it's fair. Like I I, I personally have them above 20th. the. <laughs> I have them twentieth, but I had like some teams in front of them, like just I guess to spoil the number twenty. Like I have them way better than the Brooklyn Nets. Like I would definitely take them in a series against them. I would take them. Um, in, in a regular season wins kind of total situation. So um, I am, I am much higher than, than them on than the, the nets, but, um, but I think this is fair. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's much more to add. I think he did a great job. <laughs> um, Guys, never talking I, I, so I'd, I'd say uh, X factor is probably Dennis Schroeder. Um, he's, he has a lot of responsibility on this team. Um, they have a lot of wings that are really exciting. Um front courts um young and exciting and i think he has a lot more responsibility um just won the mvp at the world cup got germany the the win so i uh i feel like he's the x factor and he probably had the biggest fumble of the bag incident a few years ago <laughs> that i think we've ever seen and he's had a resurgence he's he's uh played really well um the last let's say 12 months collectively. Um, so yeah, he'd be my X factor, but I think this is pretty accurate for the Raptors. Yeah. I think the ceiling is really high. I I, I just really like this roster. I enjoy watching them play. Um, it's just the floor is pretty low and that's why I have them here. I think they could be in the playoffs. I think there could be a good playoff team, but eh. my X factor is OG and Nobi as it's been for the past two years. I'm just waiting for him to take that step up. I want to see if they can actually make that work as him as a, a lead kind of playmaker for the first time with Freddie gone now, with Kawhi gone. Um, someone's got to step up. It looks like it's going to be Scotty, but uh, I got I got high hopes for OG, and let's see if Masai's gamble, saying four first-round picks for him, is going to pay off. My personal bet is no, but, you know, it might happen. <laughs> My X Factor is Scotty. And uh, I think he needs to take a step in his third year. Very disappointing second year. And um, I think I think he will. I think he'll take on the challenge. Darko is calling him a, a future defensive player of the year candidate. Um, and that's his potential. 22 years old. I think he's going to, now that Fred's off this roster again, I think we, we highlighted some potential tension between those two. Still think there's some potential tension or previous tension with Pascal. So I think he'd even... You know, take another step if Pascal was eventually off this roster. Um, but for me, it's his X factor. And my question for this team is can this offense score? Can they get enough shooting? And can they put the fucking ball in the hoop? I cannot trust them when they're when they're shooting free throws from basically any of these players. Shooting threes are it's you might as well just close your eyes and pray. Um, it's not conducive to being an elite team. 
Um, there's a lot of similar to last year, a lot of, you know, defense heavy, fast break type of offense, and it's not conducive to playoff basketball. And it's, you know, when games get tight and late, um, it's not conducive to winning either when you have to kind of just put the ball in your best guy's hands and just pray that they can, uh, get a bucket. So that's my, yeah. Yeah, those are my questions. Do you think you could be a top 10 defense and not make the playoffs? Cause I think I- that's. Very it's realistic. In the cards. Yeah. It's or in the just... cards. Yeah, you're right. It is. <clears throat> but I'm still gonna watch them. Still gonna watch like 60 games and fucking just be just hate myself. But I, I will say I think they will make the playoffs though. I think they're a good team. Um the next team, Justin is 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 quite low on and and quite staunchly said that he would take the Raptors over. The Brooklyn Nets. Um our final, final team of the pod. Top end talent, but uh, the top end talent isn't really there for them, um, as Justin will be keen to say. But you know, I, I have faith in the ceiling of Mikhail Bridges. I have the faith of the ceiling of all of these. Actually, a lot of good players on this team. Um, one of my favorites, of course, Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, my X factor is Nick Claxton. I think last year I, I'm worried that it's an anomaly as far as being a rim protector. Um, Obviously, a really high motor, high energy guy, but does it actually translate to a season, a season full, a season long success? And as a as the only big man on that roster that could actually be down there, uh, could they run that? I have doubts, but we'll see. Yeah, and I I think they have a lot of good players, not a lot of great players, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I feel like it's kind of similar to the Raptors, what we were saying, where they're going to be really, really solid defensively, but can they put the ball in the hoop? And uh, that's probably the biggest question is how are they going to score and how are they going to keep up with the teams that just have, I don't know, so much offense in the NBA today. Um, X factor is probably Mikel Bridges, just because he is their best player as currently constructed. And if he's going to, keep taking steps forward as soon as they did the trade last year it just unlocked a new level for him and if he can keep progressing and keep that going i think we'll be really determining how this season goes yeah you guys had um mario you had brooklyn 19 matt you had brooklyn 20th i had them 23rd so we definitely differ a little bit in this range um I just look basketball. There's five players on the court at once. This isn't, this isn't, you know, baseball. This isn't football. Um, You know, each player, it, it matters how, how good that player is when you put him on the floor. And I, I think more often than not, they're not going to have the best player in any game. And Mike Mikel is great. But I think if you ranked everyone's ones, he would be in the bottom eight or 10 or something like that. Um, and then going down the line, you know, Nick Claxton, you know, a good, good defensively. Um, Cameron Johnson can shoot. They all will play role. They can all play roles on a very good team, but it's not the one, two and three on a, on a, on a really good team. In my opinion, I think they're probably one to two slots over, over you know, overdone. I, I don't think Mikel's a one. I don't think, Claxton's a two and I don't think Cam's a three, like on a, on a good team. So, and then even beyond that, you don't, you know, you don't have a ton of talent, Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, like Ben Simmons, like, you know, Cam Thomas. I, I, I just don't see them 
doing much with this roster. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm definitely lower on them. I'm, I'm willing to be wrong, obviously. Um, I think my X factor for this team is, is Cameron Johnson. Can he take another step? He'll they'll need his scoring punch as kind of a number two behind McHale. Um, so can he take that step and be a distributor playmaker and, uh, force, uh, teams to, to, to guard both of them and make them both part of the defensive game plan. So we'll see. I'm lower on them myself. And Hey, we did it. The first 10 teams, the bottom 10 teams, the worst 10 teams, really the worst 10 teams of the NBA. We think are going to be this year. Um, let us know if you disagree with us. If you agree, some of our good takes, some of our bad takes hit us up. Um, we will be creating socials. It's still on the list. We're going to do it. So um, on the list. you probably know our personals, personal socials. So don't be afraid. Don't be a stranger. Uh, we'll be back with parts two and three of this series, power ranking the top all 30 teams uh, in the NBA. Uh, part two will be up um, ASAP. And um, in the meantime, hope everyone has a great rest of your day, rest of your week. And uh, we love you. Thanks for supporting. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace.